the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey everybody, welcome to the Mess It Up Podcast. I am your host, the Bowtie Guy, and I'm here with my friend Giselle again. Welcome back, Giselle. Hey, hey. <laughs> I didn't get to see what she was doing there, but she was doing a little like Egyptian neck bob thing. I apologize in advance for the sound on this one because I've got my screen to the right and my computer microphone in front so that Giselle and I can talk to each other, but I'm going to have to turn my head every once in a while to look and see what I'm doing on the uh, computer. So if my voice gets a little bit funny, I apologize in advance, but we did figure out, we, I figured out how to use both my microphones again. Uh, I don't know what went wrong, but I can't do it the way I used to, but I learned a new way to do it. So hopefully we've got a little bit better sound with both of us having our own microphones this time. So, uh, our word of the week this week is aggrandize. And I thought of it because of like self-aggrandizement, but to aggrandize something is uh, to increase the power or status or wealth of something and to make it bigger than it is. So when we do self-aggrandizement, you know, bragging about ourselves or uh, those type of things is kind of what we're looking at with that. So if you can use that word aggrandize in your vocabulary, your sentences, and your conversations this week. Go ahead and give yourself some bonus points and uh, let us know how you do with that. I also have to apologize because of um, Instagram. I asked us for Thanksgiving to put out a uh, hashtag, which was easy thanks. And I see that someone did and uh, Instagram won't let me see it because it's a minor hashtag and not a lot of people responded to it so they think it might be nefarious and so they won't show me your picture or who you were so if you did do the easy uh thanks hashtag please send your picture to me at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com and i'll get that starbucks card out to you as soon as i can so thanks for playing on that uh how do we pay for those starbucks cards giselle Patreon. Yes, we are 100% Patreon supported. All of our income for this show comes from our Patreon patrons. So if you want to help support the show and make it so that we can give away Starbucks cards and pay for web services and all that kind of stuff, uh, you can become a Patreon member by going to MessItUpPodcast.com, clicking on the Become a Patron button, and that'll take you to our Patreon page. For as little as $1 a month, you can help financially support the show and keep us on the air. So we really appreciate all of our patrons. we got some nice swag for you if you do join up. Uh, so uh, check that out. And uh, we look forward to having new Patreons as the year comes to a close here. Uh, also, we like to be on social media. And even though Instagram let us down with a hashtag, we still, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we do the, uh, the Reddit thing. We have a subreddit called Messed Up Ministries. So check us out on social. Become social with us. If you want to email the show because you've got a great idea for a show topic or a word of the week or a song of the week, you can email me at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com or you can get a hold of intern Dave at info at messituppodcast.com and uh, he'll forward those things to me that need to be forwarded and he'll take care of the things that he can take care of. So... I think that covers all my. Uh, Are you still on MySpace? Stuff. I am on MySpace still. Yes, yes, we're still on MySpace. Yeah, <laughs> so check us out there as well. It's fun to be a little bit retro like me. Uh, Giselle and I just came from the store. We were fixing to record, 
and then she got a text from her husband. Uh, he had forgotten his wallet at home, so she had to go to Walmart. So I said, oh, I'll go with you because I need to pick up <laughs> some frozen vegetables. And when we were coming into the store, I saw a girl. And she had jeans with like big holes all over and everything like that. And I said, I don't know. Either those are bad jeans or I'm just too old. So I do enjoy the retro stuff, and I am an old guy. Uh, so um, MySpace, here we come. Anyhow, I think that's about all that I've got on all the free stuff. Do you, can you think of anything that I might have left out? No. No, you're becoming an old pro at this, aren't you, Giselle? A little bit. I don't know how many times you've been on the show, but it's been several now. I would say you are my most appeared guest host. Yeah, huh. I mean, I feel like besides, you know, listener from California, Bev. Listener Bev from California. Yeah, yeah she's been on quite a few times. That's true. Wow, I totally butchered that, like, grammar. That's okay. California. That's okay. Anyways, um... You know, okay, no, no. We'll go with what you were talking about. Just going to go there? We were going to yeah. go somewhere else? Or are you taking us yeah, in a I was gonna... different direction? <laughs> was it going to be a fun direction? Kind of, because you know it was like... Let's go there. Let's see It was kind of with like your whole retro thing. It kind of goes with what, when we were watching Miracle on 34th Street, on how you were like, you know, this movie was like made in the 40s, and they're talking about how like, let's go back to like slower times, right. and... When things weren't about material things, and it's like, wow, like, yeah. Um, what was the comment you made? You made, a, yes. yeah, like, everyone thinks it's always a new idea. Yeah. You know, and it's not. Yeah. Yeah, there's, well, Solomon said back, you know, several thousand years ago, there's nothing new under the sun. It's mm. it's all been done. It's just a matter of the order that it's being done. I, I think about people writing songs, and it baffles me because, you know, in our, our Western scale, we have, you know, eight notes and then five in the middle. So 13 notes in a scale and that's it. But people make songs. It's just a matter of putting them in different order and different time and stuff like that. And yeah, it's, it's hard to come up with something completely new, yeah. which is something that gave me comfort when I came into recovery. Mm. Because I remember when I was coming into recovery, feeling like I was the only person who struggled with my struggles. And we were doing an exercise and I heard a person use a term for something that I struggled with. And I was like, oh my gosh, mm. enough people have thought a thought that I had, that I thought I was the only one. There's enough people have thought it, that they have given it a name. They've t given it a, a term for that. That gave me great comfort to know I wasn't the only one struggling with a particular issue because then I felt like, okay, there's hope. I can get past this. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been in that boat? Like oh, I'm the only one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, similar to what you're saying, like, you thought you were the only one. Like, I feel like, you know, I always thought something was wrong with me. Like, what's wrong with me? Like, I'm always so lacking self-esteem, always wanting to make people happy, but not feeling like I'm making them happy. And it's like, oh, codependency and, you know, people-pleasing. Like, mm -hmm. you you don't think to connect those. And another thing is like our, our hurts and um, hangups. Like there's something that, that you can look back and it's derived from something. Right. Like it's not just like poof, God made you this way and now you're forever, uh, you know, cursed to think this way. Like it derived somewhere and we could face it head on yeah it's a symptom of something uh, 
All of yeah. our addictions are a symptom of something. It's not a matter of getting the alcoholic to stop drinking. That's just a dry drunk. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of healing the wound that caused them to need to drink to cover it up in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that goes holds true with, with whatever our hurt or our hang-up or our habit happens to be. Um, which I think this is why I love our, our Celebrate Recovery introductions. Um, which, if you're not familiar, let me just introduce myself again. Uh, I am a grateful Christian believer who is celebrating recovery over an addiction to pornography, and I currently struggle with codependency. My name is Paul. I'm a bow tie guy. Hi, Paul. Hi, Hi bow tie guy. <laughs> <laughs> and the the beauty of that is, you know, it might be a little subtle, but my identity is in Christ. My identity is not in my habit or my hang up or my mm-hmm. hurt or my addiction, my, my past wrongs don't define me. It's being a Christian that defines yeah. me, which I blogged about in my blog today, which was a week ago for people listening now. Uh, but <laughs> you can go check out the blog at ministerofmocha.com. Uh, I talked about that same thing, that not letting our past failures or even our past successes define us. What defines me is Christ. Is yeah. that I'm a Christ follower, I'm a believer, and I'm saved through his blood. And that's what defines me. Everything else is just, you know, a shirt that I'm wearing today. You know, today I'm wearing the hat. <laughs> I you know? was like, wait, then I want something. The shirt. Wouldn't it be cool if I had a, a hat that said the shirt? Yes. That would be amazing. I, I should do that. I mean, you have plenty of vinyl here. I so gotta, I got to talk to the people with the hat and <laughs> go with a little cross marketing thing, see if I can get some free pastrami. They are not a sponsor. Yeah. Yet. Okay. Now I'm getting hungry. I haven't had dinner. Oh, me too. <laughs> And I bought, I bought a frozen pizza for my wife, um, but yeah, we decided to do the show instead because we're just that dedicated. Or codependent. Oh, we should have a pizza party next time. Pizza party <laughs> podcast. That would yes. be awesome. So so what we're here to talk about, we're, we're in our, our 12-step progression, our, our walk through the steps, and today we are on step number six, and I'm going to pull that up so I don't butcher it but it says we were entirely ready to have god remove all these defects of character and that goes back to the defects of character that we looked at when Mm -hmm. we admitted to god to ourselves and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs our sponsor looks at it helps us to find the character defects it's not where we're wrong it's just a defect of character and defects can be polished out defects can be corrected it's not a complete fail it's a defect that just needs working uh that we find that was something I had a hard time with when I first started in recovery. Mm. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm a child of God. I identify myself in my Sierra recovery as a believer, a grateful believer. God made me in his image. He's perfect. How can I have a defect? How can God have given me a defect? What's mm. the deal with that? Have you had those thoughts or, or gone down that trail? I never thought of it until now, but I, I guess I have. I could tell. I watched your head do the dog tilt. Because <laughs> with what I was thinking of was I would think kind of like reversing the statements where it's like kind of like I have this character defect, therefore I'm not a child of God and God must not love me or um, maybe I, I just like he hasn't accepted me, you yeah. know. Yeah. So. But I like the way you put it because then it makes me think like, no, I'm still a child of God. It's just I have these defects. 
Which makes sense because we all sin and we're not perfect. Yeah. And that's why we always need to ask for forgiveness. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, uh-oh, speaking of a defective character, I thought I had my stuff recording right and it, it looks like it's not doing what I thought it was doing. But anyhow, we'll find out in the break. Uh, but yeah, it's it was a thing that I had to get over. It's like, okay, God made me perfect. But then I came along and started doing my thing. You know, I, I put the clean diaper on the baby, but it does its thing. And the diaper now has a problem in it yes. after time. And and that's what happens with me in life. As, as perfect as God wants me to be, I have the flaw of humanity and the mm-hmm. capacity to do wrong. And mm-hmm. I exercise that capacity sometimes many times a day, you know? Yeah. And and those can be big or little incidents depending on circumstances. And, yeah. and sometimes those have big or small ramifications. Yeah. And I just like, I think I had an epiphany. Oh, nice. Because, um, you know, it's not just about humbly. It's, it's asking God too to reveal the character defects because there's times where, I'm so, like, digging my heels in the sand. Is that the, <laughs> the yeah. way? And it's like, no, I'm not. And then, like, someone will just throw it in my face. Like, maybe it's this. This is why you can't understand it. It's like, no. But then when you have time to cool down, it's like, wait, yeah, okay, that that's what it is. And not um, giving into like, oh, I'm, I'm perfect and I'm right. And it's everyone else's fault. Right. And and that can be a very easy thing for me to fall into because I don't like to be wrong. Yes. I don't like to do <laughs> something that I've done. It's much easier for me to look at it and say, oh, well, Charlie done me wrong so I can forgive Charlie. I don't want to have to be like, oh, I did wrong and now I have to go to Charlie to get forgiveness mm-hmm. for what I did. It's a lot easier for me to look at the world as the yeah. wrongster and me as the rightster. Yeah. And it's funny because that's one of the things that bothered me so much about like my in-laws is that like I always want to be right it's like no this person is doing wrong like you guys need to stand up to this person because they're doing wrong and it's like but they would still allow that person into their home and stuff and it was just kind of like wow like they're so forgiving and they don't need to be right necessarily Yeah. You know. One of the most important questions my sponsor ever asked me was, hey, Paul, do you want to be right or do you want to be healthy? Yeah. And I I wanted to be right so bad. You know, it was more important than being healthy. I would cling to that piece of right floating out in the middle of the ocean rather than Mm -hmm. staying on dry land because I wanted to be right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it should be, do you want to be alone or do you want to? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which oftentimes that boils down to if being right is so important... It's one of those things that drives up walls and, mm-hmm. and puts barriers between me and the people I love or just people that I want to, you know, be around. It's nobody, people don't like a know-it-all or, or a person who's, you know, and, and I have been accused of being a know-it-all mm-hmm. from time to time. And I always okay. tell people it's not my fault. It must have been before I, I met you. Yeah. Well, yeah. obviously you. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I've never yeah. seen that. <laughs> well, um, earlier I said that if you wanted to suggest a song of the week, you could email uh, info at messituppodcast.com or email me at bowtie. Um, and, and that's what happened on this lesson. We got a suggestion from a listener about our song of the week here. And this is a song, a new song by Jeremy Camp. 
and it's called Out of My Hand. So we're going to give it a listen, and we'll be back on the other side of about a 90-second break to tell you what we think and to talk more about step six. Always in control. There you go. And now I do see that both of my microphones are working. So that's good. I, I apologize for the beginning. I, I do feel good about the fact that I said that uh, it would not be great sound um, and that I was right on that. Uh, I also apologize for the fact that my um, my phone is letting me know that my wife just left the house to go to her step study. Uh, <laughs> so the ring things are going off. Uh, when, when this song came in, I thought, wow, this is a great song to do for um the podcast but i believe that it would have been a great song for step three rather than for step six uh so <laughs> i apologize for not knowing it before then but um there you go so giselle what do you think about this uh this jeremy camp song and i'm trying to get the, the lyrics for you so you can see is it the part where you need it to be okay i think the the biggest thing that was sticking out to me was the letting my fears fall like sand. Is that the part? I don't see uh -huh. it, but yeah. Uh, letting my fears fall like sand. I just picture like, I don't know, like a waterfall of sand and it's just going over my head and then slowly dripping down my shoulders. Like, and it's like, I feel like that's how I felt. Like finally being like, you know what? I'm, I'm, the world is coming to an end, but you know what? God, put me in this place in this moment for a reason mm -hmm. like i could have been born in like 1950s which i kind of wish i was but <laughs> um no i'm here for like a moment like this time so i feel like that's how i felt like just sand like slowly just like falling off of me because that was like my fear when i like finally released it over to god yeah and for me, the thing that really sticks out is not a particular lyric, but just the whole idea, you know, letting go and God has it. Mm. And it's not just letting it go and letting it go off somewhere into the, you know, universe and out into space. Yeah. It's letting it go with a purpose. It's like, I'm not just throwing it. I'm, I'm throwing it to God so that he can yeah. catch it. And, uh, you know, I watch a lot of football. If the quarterback throws the ball to nobody, nothing happens and you wasted it down. But if he throws it to the receiver and they catch it and they run, 
Now you've got a great play. And and that's what we're doing with God. We're getting rid of it and God's taking it because he can do better than we can with it. And and that's just a real a real big uh, eye opener to me and just a great reminder that it's like, all right, you can not be in charge and it'll be okay. God, yeah. let God take care of being right. You just take care of being healthy, Paul. And, <laughs> uh, and I think that's a super good reminder to me because I'm a bit of a control freak. You know, oh. I like to have it. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was Rude. true. <laughs> so, um, so step six here uh, that we're talking about, uh, entirely ready to have God remove these defects of character. One of the things that I like about, well, let me ask you, in this step, when I, when I put this to you, what was your initial reaction on knowing that this was our step today? Well, you had a reaction. It wasn't like, yeah. I think it was one of those that I really had to think about because, okay, this is step six. This is after we do our inventory, right? So it was kind of like, I think it was because like when I did my inventory, it was kind of like, okay, I'm just writing all this gibberish. Like no one's going to be able to like, like understand it and... Like, I already know what my character defect is, you know? Like, I, like, like, it's no big deal. Like, I said, I think I said, like, jealousy, envy, like, 20 million times. And when it came to, like, no, my sponsor was like, no, it's trust. Like, you have trust issues. And I'm like, what? Like, how did you get that? I don't trust you. So then it was, like, it was very, like, so I think... Because this one, it was very, like, thought-provoking to me because it was like, okay, I need to ask God to get rid of my trust issues. So I I was just kind of, like, looking back to, like, okay, like, the reason I got hurt or upset at this person, I can see why. Because I wanted to be in, in control and I wasn't trusting them or trusting God to control the situation. Does that make sense? It does. And that's what I was thinking is that's tough <laughs> to give God then the, to ask God to trust him to take care of trust issues because it's, you need to have the trust to give the trust. And it's, yeah. how did that feel? I and mean, I was think, that, was that, did it feel unsettling to you or comforting or hopeless? That I feel like at that moment I started thinking like, well, do I really know what trust means? Like, mm. I thought I was trusting people, but, like, I guess I have to figure out what trust really means. Like, I totally felt like, oh, I've been using that word wrong, you yeah, know? Yeah, right, right, so. which we do a lot. You know, uh, I think we overuse the word love, which makes us underuse the word love mm. um, because we water it down so it doesn't mean what it really means. And so we don't oftentimes find people truly giving love because they're just like, oh, I love pizza. I love, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For me, this is an interesting step because I like, I like things that are tangible. Step four, tangible. Mm -hmm. Step five, tangible. Now we're into something like all we're doing is just preparing. This is like jogging to recover. 
Um, when when I would coach soccer, you know, there's a lot of running, and we'd tell our, our kids, we need you to jog to recover. Don't stand still to recover. Jog. Slow it down, but keep moving as you recover. And that's what we're doing here. We're, we're jogging as we're recovering and going from that sharing and ripping everything wide open and saying, here's my giblets. <laughs> and then going into that, you know, the next steps of looking into forgiving and amends and whatnot. So it's a very, uh, it's an easy to overlook step because it's just the preparation. And when we prepare, when I prepare, I need to really prepare. I need to put prayer to it. A lot of it. I need to meditate on it. I need to spend time thinking about myself and those people that I've hurt and the people who've hurt me and preparing the ground. I'm not a great gardener. And one of the reasons is because I want it right now. Like I bought the plant. I just want to put the plant in the ground and now have it be a plant. I don't want to spend time fertilizing and letting things sit and doing stuff. I want now. That's such a good example too because it's not just now, but it's like your tree isn't growing. You could see your tree is not growing, but in the dirt, the roots are growing. Yeah. Like, and I feel like this is, I, I realize now why I wasn't too excited about this because like you it's like it's not tangible it's an internal struggle and it's let it's more of a personal intimate step yeah very personal very intimate and and very necessary because i don't feel that i can truly do step seven until i have done step six and i remember buying roses when i got my house and i thought okay dig a hole put it in there and it said we need to prepare the soil and do this and blah 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 and, and lettuce and i was like no, no, that I won't have flowers in the ground until next week if I do all that. So I just <laughs> stuck them in the ground. And you know what? They didn't do as well. And if mm-hmm. I prepared the ground, they did better. And when I came to planting my coffee plants, I did a lot of time. I took a lot of time to prepare it because I knew I needed to have that work done. And it can be so easy to just jump through step six for me and just say, okay, I did it. Now let's get on to step seven. Yeah. Uh, and, and putting the reins on people and putting a bit in someone's mouth as a sponsor, just saying, slow down, catch your breath, hang on, let this soak in is so important for later. It's not maybe important for now, but it's important for later. I just realized that's probably why I hate yoga because you have to like hold these poses for like five minutes and it's like, that's why step six is the yoga step. Wow. And I love yoga. I love that it makes me <laughs> stop. It makes me focus because I am not one who's like, you know what I should do right now? Let's just slow down. Let's just take a breath. I, I'm not, I want to run, run, run. Let's get it done, you know? And uh, and so often I make that mistake and then I'm like, oh, well, why did that go wrong? Because I was hurrying, because I wanted to get done. And getting done scratches my itch now but doing a job well makes it so the itch doesn't come back yeah yeah definitely yeah so um what what did you 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 talked about your sponsor saying this was a a character defect that they saw that you didn't see and and you came in and you said no i know what's wrong with me yeah how was that transition for you to go from i know that i know that i know that i know listen i've lived with me more than anybody else has I know this. 
And then you have a person with another outside uh, observation come in and see something different. How did that feel? Um, I mean, after the whole shock, fac- shock factor, I feel like, I don't know, it's almost like I didn't know myself. Like, I'm like, that this part is probably where, or the step, the step before I could realize why you have to do the 12 steps over again and over again. Mm-hmm. Cause I was just like, all of a sudden I was like, maybe I chose like the wrong struggle. Maybe <laughs> I've been focusing on wrong things. Like, is my name really Giselle? <laughs> like it made me second guess. So I feel like, I don't know, but Listen, I mean, if at first you don't succeed, there's 12 steps. Yes. I like that. Um, but I guess what I like is the the scripture that goes with this step. The, what is it? The humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up, James 4.10. And I think that's what kind of like pushed me was like, okay, like honestly, truthfully, like let me look in my brain. And once I was able to like, humble myself mm-hmm. it was like okay like i'm not gonna stop talking to this person because they were lying to me they're actually telling the truth yeah and uh also weight lifting off your shoulders once you like oh my, start praying yes. about it and yes giving it over to and that. i always go back to that whole peace that passes understanding i didn't understand that verse until it happened yes. in my life i was like Dude, what is happening? I don't get this, but oh, wait a minute. It's peace. It passes my understanding. The Bible is not lying. Yes. Again. I think that has to be like a second scripture under six. Yeah. 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 So you've been a sponsee. Yes. And you've, you're have you a sponsor of someone. Yes. Now, is the person you're sponsoring, is this your first experience sponsoring? Yes. And so have you gone through this yet with them? Have you been able to do their fifth step and then guide them through and help them find character defects in their sixth step? Or have you not gotten to that point yet? We haven't actually, they haven't read me their inventory, but um, we did have a conversation a few weeks ago and I think it was much of an epiphany to me. You're the epiphany queen. (laughs) Yeah, I like the word. Epiphany to them because it was like, you don't struggle with this. This is your habit. This isn't your hurt or hang up. Like mm-hmm. this is your habit. And I think they were able to look at it in a different way. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have to label myself that way. That's to me, that's the, that's the miracle of recovery. Mm-hmm. Is we don't have to label ourselves that way. Even if other people still choose to. People yes. still choose to label me the way that they will. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to. Yes. And when I take charge of how I get labeled, my life, my outlook on life, all of that changes dramatically mm-hmm. for the better. And and I'm a much better person when I take the reins of, of how the labels get passed out in my life. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you mentioned going through steps again and, and why you have to continue doing it. What's your experience with that? Are you, uh, I mean, because we're coming in here to December. 
We got new step studies yeah. starting in the fall. Is that something that you're looking forward to, dreading, still weighing your options on? I'm actually looking forward to it just because, like, I went, I did my first 12 steps when I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I tried to do it again this year, but, or last year. Was it last year? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I think Welcome was, to the inside of yeah. Giselle's head. Let's yeah, continue okay. to listen to her have a debate. <laughs> it's like... Echo, echo. That's my brain. But anyway, so I tried to do it again, and life was just way too crazy and hectic. And then uh, this year, I feel like it's it's good. Like, I'm like, I'm totally open to the idea of having free time, a.k.a. putting something else into that free time, which will be my 12th step. And I'm not in the middle of postpartum depression. I feel like that was a big thing, why I couldn't finish it's a huge thing, steps. yeah. Yeah. And if like, you haven't listened to the show that Giselle came out and talked about postpartum, go back and check. And I don't remember which show that was, but I think it was in our our second year sometime. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's really important, uh, especially if you're a late. Well, if you're a, a man too and you're, you're, you know, it's important to know what your wife might be going through. Yeah. And so, yeah, go back and, and look for that one um, as well. Well, any parting shots about uh, the sixth step here before we leave, Giselle. Uh, follow through and find you have time for important things. So find the time to look deep down. And yeah, and you are important. Yes. Yeah, and, and take the time. Don't rush this step. It's so tempting and easy to rush this step and just say, okay, let's just move on with the next thing. Yeah. And especially as teachers... We would always look at open house in the spring. And once open house hit, then you just put it in neutral and coast to the rest of the year. And sometimes in recovery, you could be like, okay, we're going to get through this fourth step inventory. We're going to share it. And then after that, it's it's all downhill and coasting. Huh? Yeah. I mean, that's only <laughs> five out of 12 steps. I mean, halfway yeah. done. There's so much more work to do and to continue to do yeah. so don't take it easy in your recovery just because you've finished that fifth step and shared it take a breath you know jog to recover but we're still we're still in the game we're still you, working you have to do a daily inventory i mean i know i'm not good at doing that myself but doing daily inventories where like i understand now that i've like I've gone through the step study why teachers make you do like discussions and stuff because you I don't think you fully understand what's going on until you put it on paper and read it and it's like oh that's not what I thought I was writing or yeah. thinking. <laughs> yeah yeah which is another important thing about our step studies why I have people you know you've got to write it and then I always make the people in my step study my rule is you read what you wrote and then you can say more after that if you want to. But you mm -hmm. read everything you wrote as you wrote it because it made sense to you then. So let's see what it is. And, and, and yeah, that's an important thing. And that's sometimes why I have people come on the show so they can really get in and, and, and talk about it. But uh, we'll talk more about that uh, daily inventory in step 10, uh, which oh, will yeah. be a few from now. But um, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, listeners, don't forget to uh, use that... Word of the Week, which is aggrandizement, and uh, check out our social media stuff. If you want to learn more about me, I've got a book out. It's called Still in Beta. You can get it on Apple Books. You can get it on your Kindle by searching for Still in Beta by Paul Pippen. That's P-I-P-P-E-N, like the basketball player, but without the money. 
talent. Uh, or the talent. Uh, or the fame. Uh, or you can also get it um, as a paperback from Amazon if you go and search as well uh, that same title and author. If you want to support the show, we are 100% listener supported. So go check out our Patreon page. Get some cool swag in the meantime. It only costs, it can be as little as a dollar a month. But for a fiver a month, you get a nice window sticker. You get a copy of my book and uh, you help the show out. So uh, please go check that out. And we appreciate your sponsorship. Listen, it's holiday uh, time right now. When this show comes out, let's see, this show comes out in December uh, on the 15th of December, this show will come out. And that means we're coming up on Christmas. We've gone through Thanksgiving. If you're struggling, reach out to someone. Uh, you can call me or text me at 760-608-1942. And I will get back to you as soon as I can. But don't struggle alone. Don't go through the holiday season feeling like you're the only person because there's seven and a half billion of us just looking for company. And uh, we really appreciate you being here. Really appreciate you being here next week. Share the show with your friends. Put hashtag TuneInTuesday uh, on that and let people know about the show. We really love having you listen and sharing it with people. And uh, I guess, Giselle, there's nothing left to do except for to say we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up Podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.